to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelton. I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 192. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, a New Year's greeting from Yoshida. And a new mysterious message to go with it. Final Fantasy XIV is sponsoring Games Done Quick 2020. Updates on the live-action Final Fantasy XIV series. And we'll dig into the mud... <laughs> for Popatos again with a look at the official forums. They're a mess, y'all. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hey, Yelta. What's hey. up? Not much. Another week. Uh, we actually skipped uh, last week for New Year's, so happy New Year's, everybody. This is the first episode of Gather Together for the New Year 2020. We're in the future. Can you believe this shit? We live in 2020 now. Oh I think God. it's actually fucking wild that we live in 2020. Like, I mean, Yelta and I are old people. You know, we're – Yeah, I'm like <laughs> we grew up on, you know, like space shit by 2020. You know, oh, we yeah. were supposed to have hoverboards five years. Years ago, the moon by now and shit or for show, sure. and we ain't doing any of that, nope. you know. And uh, I, I don't know who to blame. Yeah, that's probably it. You know, <laughs> we spend all our money on rockets uh, to other countries instead of to space. So uh, anyway, 2020, we're here. We may not be in space, but we're on the first. We're uh, we're in Eorzea, and you know what else could we ask for, right? <laughs> if the world around you is crumbling, just enter into your fantasy world. And for us, it's Eorzea, and we shall hide here. It's uh, it's been good. Uh, but I did New Year's shit, and then I don't know if you can you can hear. <clears throat> I'm gonna play everybody's sympathy right now. Violin music, please. Uh. uh I am very sniffly and I like was tweeting like a little bitch today about how I was in pain and I didn't feel good. I laid on the carpet in my office. Uh, I sucked my thumb a little bit. You know, my son comforted me. My two year old son comforted (laughs) me. And, uh, anyway, uh, no, so I've been kind of a bit under the weather and my wife was, uh, ill for a few days. Thank God, knock on wood. Uh, my, my baby boy has not been sick. So uh, anyway, uh, that being said, I got Heaven's Turn done. Heaven's Turn is uh, taken care of. Uh, and we can talk about Heaven's Turn. I know we talked about like the prizes and stuff. I don't know that I had shared my experience with Heaven's Turn Mm-mm. yet. I don't I don't think we, we have shared that. Um, it was short and sweet, but not as short as some other years. It wasn't like click two people. Uh, there was, you know, click a few people and then run and go do a thing and it come back. It was slightly different. It wasn't like wildly different or anything, but I don't think we right. usually expect too much from Heaven's Turn. No, no, no. Typically, we don't expect a whole lot out of Heaven's Turn. But um, this time, you did do a fate, and the fate is not pounding mochi. It's um, fight. Slapping so mochi. That's... <laughs> Sla- <laughs> okay. Yeah, you are you, – you're fighting some mochi, uh, some possessed mochi. Uh, so I, I've heard it's fun on blue. I heard That's what uh, I did it on. Yep. It's a it's another another reason to take your uh, your blue out there. But um, and then it's over quick. You come back and then you know uh, everybody thanks you. It's it's got Kakira in it because you're trying to prove like the you know rats can cook and they don't infect your food and they're lucky and so the Kakirin helps you and then everybody in Limsa is happy. There's a new cook in town and uh, you get a, an ugly hat. Uh, it's the the kind of orange – the kind of orangey, the goldish 
red or whatever you'd call it one here. It's got some brown tones in it. I'm able to wear it with my reindeer outfit and look completely stupid. Uh, I usually put the horse head on and the reindeer outfit during this time Mm -hmm. of the year because I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to wear. I guess like kimonos and shit like these fine Mm -hmm. folks are doing here at the bottom. But uh, I usually don't wear that stuff. I wear the most ridiculous outfit. Like I wore the pig suit last year because it was the pig. You're the pig. Um, So uh, I'm a rat. And um, we only got a couple more left, Yeltsin, before it comes back around. I think Dragon and Ox. Uh, well, there's and then, 12, right? There's yeah. 12. And then it's um, – and then uh, and then we're done. I guess – so this is this is Rat and then next is, is Ox and then it's uh, – I said Dragon but I meant Tiger. Um, and then it's Tiger – uh, and then we we fucking loop back around again. It's like rabbit, and then I've been reading the uh, the Chinese New Year zodiac, mm-hmm. so I got it memorized. Like I know which an like I know the story, the Great Race, like how the animals go. So I was uh, I was reading up on that, and I've got some little cousins we're buying books for that we're uh, we're, we're taking a trip at the end of this month, and we're visiting family, and and we're having some celebrations. So I've been reading up on it. And I know that we the the ox comes next because the rat uh, tricked the ox and the cat uh, and jumped off the ox's back and hit the finish line first. And so the ox is next after the rat, and then the tiger was the next fastest to uh, to swim across and, and get to the finish line there. So all I know is what's on the back of the Chinese restaurant mats, and then whatever in a fruits basket. Sure. That's that would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean as long as the food at the buffet is good, that's I'm fine with it. Uh so yeah, that's uh that's my heaven's turn stuff. That's uh that's what I thought about it. It's okay. Um it's not my favorite event. I I don't care for the music. I say this all the time. Mm-hmm. I just it's a it's a uh Uematsu track. It's from 1.0. It was it was in the on the original soundtrack. It was it was one of the original, you know, like five or so um uh, events that we had that first loop through. Um and next would have been uh collecting archon eggs and uh you know the 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 extravaganza bullshit. And uh I was looking at one of my son's educational videos. And it was a color one, and they had different eggs hidden in an amusement park, and they were kind of garish, glowing, these vibrant colors, and they were red and blue and purple and green. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's those those eggs from (laughs) 1.0. We had a shit ton of our inventory. I think you can still buy them on the auction house if you want to. I I think I've actually sold some of that, like, 1.1-ever stuff. That people just, you know, I have some on my alt character. We did not believe Yoshida when he said these items would be worthless moving forward. I still have a ton of 1.0 items that I still think, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I still think like at some point he's going to pull some shit and suddenly that wanted poster for Gwyn the Garrett or whatever Mm -hmm. from from a Hildebrand storyline will be worth something. I can do something with it. But uh, sadly, no. If if that was even the case, it would have been sold on the official, uh, the uh, not auction house, but the mog, mog station by now. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Or an itinerant mogul would have given it to you. So whatever. So that is really kind of uh, all I did in Final Fantasy XIV uh, since the new year. Um, I did. 
report, you know, in recent episodes, I had been trying to get my crafters up, and I'm not going to completely quit. But you know, after that live letter, we got that information about you know you not not having to have all your crafters to eighty to uh, to meld. You know, that was kind of my whole thing. I, I if you go back a few episodes, I was talking about leveling my carpenter so I could start melding that that stuff and then work on the others. And it's like, well, why am I even working on the others? If I if I can meld with this one, I can just take it slow if I want to, right? I don't even know what the next fucking phase of uh, Doodle will look like, so you know maybe I should just take it slow and level up through the next phase, or you know do Fates whenever uh, Ishgard Restoration changes over. So I don't know. I'll probably get back to it eventually, uh, but it it really did burst my bubble, and it kind of goes on the the train and i'm not going to beat a dead horse we're going to go to the official forums later and i think some of those threads are 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 pretty prevalent of the whole dumbing down of systems to to make things easier um i do agree with the the dumbing down when you talk about slimlining because you know i don't know if we're even at the point where one two three needs to be one 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 but you know it might it might be when we get to 6.0 for the for the battle classes i mean and those are the kind of streamlining things that – is it streamlining? Is it slimming down? Or are we, we making this you know, just so stupid that somebody can just bash their head against the keyboard and get, get the, uh, the deal done? But we'll, we'll save that for the official forums. We'll be going there before terribly long. I just kind of lost motivation. So uh, I have been playing other games. I hadn't just like curled up in a ball and died. Um, for whatever reason, I've, I've discovered that my workplace is a Pokemon Go gym, and I've been loading that up, <laughs> and that's really fucked me over, Yelta. Man, my, you talking about motivation being gone. My motivation to work dried up. Every five minutes, I'm trying to spin the little deal to get more balls because that was my biggest issue. I couldn't play Pokemon Go because I'd always run out of balls, and then I don't know what the fuck to do. You know, I had to wait until I went somewhere in my previous job. Uh, I'd have to walk outside. There was a St. Francis of Assisi statue, which is down. I don't know why, but there was. And if you go to it, it's a Pokestop and you can spin it and get your balls or whatever. But you know, sometimes you spin those things, you're not, you get like one ball and a couple of revives and a potion or some shit. And you're like, well, I can maybe throw at one Pokemon who will bounce the ball off and then I'm all pissed off I couldn't catch a Pokemon because mm-hmm. it, it just makes you mad. You see a new one and you can't catch it and then you run out of balls. So it's like, well, I'm going to build up on balls so I got to stand by this fucking statue all damn day and you I got to go back to work. So you can talk about take your cigarette break. I guess so. I can guess. you smoke next to a Catholic statue? I don't know. Maybe I don't you know if God said you can't smoke, so. Well, St. Francis of Sissy didn't say that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't smoke. Not cigarettes anyway. So uh, I was uh, not happy with Pokemon Go, and then I was like, hey, I have a gym at my job. Now I'm happy with Pokemon Go again. I can get so many balls. I'm just, like, covered in balls just, right now. Oh, my God. Ruby's covered balls, in balls all over me, and I love it. Um, and... It's it's making my uh, Pokemon game stronger. So I'm now I'm like getting Pokecoins. I was telling Yelta earlier, like I since I've got a gym, I can put my Pokemon in it and I can get Pokecoins every day and like, and all this other shit. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with all of this. I'm watching guides. I'm back in it. So it's killing my uh, it's killing my workflow and it's uh, it's got to kill in my motivation to other stuff. And I bought myself a final Christmas present, Yelta. I saw I had bought- you tweet about this. I'm very I've jealous. Been- I've been tweeting about this like crazy, and this even 
builds up to another device that I'm going to end up buying eventually. But um, I'm big into the minis. I had bought uh, a Nintendo Mini, a Super Nintendo Mini, the Sega Genesis Mini recently when it dropped to 40 bucks. The PlayStation Mini I got for 20 and there was one other Mini that I really wanted. Uh, and this is from the way back. Uh, I was a Commodore 64 owner when I was a, a very small child. My father and I used to do uh, programming. I'd sit on his lap, and if you're if you're old school like I am, and you had like those Compute Gazette magazines, the Commodore 64 <laughs> magazines, in the back would be uh, lists of code in BASIC, and you could type those in and save them to your floppy, and uh, you'd have some small game that was a piece of shit. And nobody – they sucked. We, but yeah, you had we, we something. We typed in C-Route to India. I remember that distinctly. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that game though. So I, I, I grew up on this device and there are about 25 to 40 games that are beloved to me and only in the Commodore 64 version. And uh, I purchased a Commodore 64 Mini when it dropped and priced about 45 bucks. I got that like, oh, January 3rd or something. And I have been playing that uh, for a week straight, uh, just loading files and doing things. They, uh, when the Commodore 64 Mini was released, you couldn't load your own games to it. But then they, they patched it, firmware update, where you can play from the um, from a thumbnail drive. And I've been playing all the old classics. I love it. And then I was working on, you know, actually just. Uh, you know, messing with those folders and making making them look good and all that. And Commodore 64, it's one of those like you didn't just have one game and that was the one tried and true version of it. You know, even growing up, I never paid for. I, I think we paid for one Commodore 64 game. Yelta, we went to the store, we went to Kmart, and bought <laughs> Superman. And oh, I had a Superman yeah. game because it was two players and my brother and I could play it. And uh, we actually paid probably forty bucks for for a game on floppy. And uh, any other game that I owned, though, were free because back in those days, you just need a little piece of tape to put on that little <laughs> nick on the side of the floppy disk, uh -huh. and you put it in your you know your your disk drive. You save it to the RAM, then you you, you save it to the a blank floppy, and you give it to your relative, and then we would go with blank floppies to my cousin's place. Who would have pirated his games from somebody oh, else? Oh yeah, yeah. And I would pirate their games and bring them back home. So I had Dig Dug and Pac Man and Donkey Kong, Congo yeah, Bongo, Zaxxon, Boulder Dash, Mister Duke games. I mean every arcade Hubert. game, pole position, you name it. I had all the arcade games, and then all the crazy niche games. Defender. Defend. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, the Epics games and the Synapse games and all kinds of stuff. There's like two people in our listening audience <laughs> going, hell yeah, I remember that shit. All the of rest our of games you had – almost all of our games that we had had cracked by screens in front of Cracked them. by, yeah. Cracked those, by. Do you remember those the like little colored animated Do I remember? I've been playing them all fucking week, <laughs> Yelta. Do I remember? Uh, but but And that's the crazy part. I was trying to explain that to, to my wife that because I'm like constantly testing these games, she's like, why do you keep – loading them up and over and over don't they work i'm like kind of but i've got like i got like seven copies of miss pac-man with a different crack screen so one is two trainers one is five trainer by trainers i mean like do you want extra lives do you want to skip levels do you want oh, to do yeah, yeah. 
you know, hey, we had Game Genie before. There was a fucking NES. <laughs> I mean, the, we, you could put you could put those like I want to skip levels. Yeah, I want to you know hit this button, hit F seven to skip or something. And um, anyway, we would we would fuck around with that shit, have trainers. But I to to test all that, I'd have to check each one to see well what button presses because you can mm-hmm. configure the the joysticks on this device i was like what button presses do i need to do and save it to this configuration to move forward then you have to like actually write almost like i and i files for each game to get the controller settings right so you know for my 50 beloved games or so uh i had to write a, a, a different configuration file for each and then um and then the rest of them i just you know whatever 1500 other games i bought a 64 gig uh mini thumbnail drive you know it's kind of stays the little cruiser that stays hidden the little fit because i got it for like six bucks or something i can't believe how cheap they are now it's crazy but like i can fit all these games like 50 times over and by all i mean like 1500 games you know it's insane the amount of uh, what little space these uh, Commodore games took. Uh, but if you play one, then you'll know because they're just you know little dots running around on screens and shit. They were beautiful at the time, and they're still beautiful to me. Anyway, long story short, for the two people still listening to this, uh, I got my Commodore 64 Mini has been great. Uh, there is a Maxi coming out. Uh, it's already out in England, uh, the UK. Um, I, I I think it'll be hitting the states before too long, and that has an actual workable keyboard. So for Commodore 64 enthusiasts, but if you're not like hardcore, hardcore, like soldering shit and all that, like this is actually a good happy medium. You can still click the keyboard, play your keyboard. You play Zork on it, you know, like all the old school shit. Um, so uh, that's coming out. And then I just recently read that somebody's got it cracked where they can add stuff to the carousel. So where where I'm playing them now, I just go through a list of game names and I hit it. But this would be actually having box art and information screen, uh, you visibly selecting the game. So that that's incredible too. And and I'll be messing with that more. So you know, for me, I'm kind of in a lull with 14 because there's other interests that's happening, and I work at a Pokemon gym, and uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, but soon, I, the the biggest pull for me, bringing this back around to 14, and then letting Yelta uh, take over is is. Uh, my sin on my wife has to do Heaven's Turn, and we mm-hmm. fucked up. She she didn't realize that Heaven's Turn was on thirty first, and I forgot to remind her. Um, and she did the five day free thing, the hundred and fifty hours or whatever it is, and uh, uh, she logged in on the first, and her time ran out. And I think we would have had time on the thirty first uh, if she had logged in and done it. But yeah. she still has to finish some of the main story quest, so it's like you might as well sub for the month and, and get to work on it. And uh, uh, luckily, uh, my son for Christmas got one of them tablets, and uh, we can zombie him out on a tablet for a few minutes while she knocks out a little bit of story quest. Or I could play with him; that would help. I too. mean, you could, yeah, yeah. Or we could both zombie choice. out. We'll we'll both watch <laughs> educational videos together. Why not? <laughs> so anyway, life is good. It's a new year. I'm feeling pretty motivated. I know we went through resolutions or lack thereof before, but with, even without having any. 14 resolutions i feel pretty good about um about what's coming up um i i don't think there's any major lack of content as as far as i know we have one less dungeon to look forward to but um the uh the 
we've got that Citadel stuff coming up. We've got some more changes that are supposed to be happening to uh, to crafting and things. So. And it's next month, right? So it's, it's not, not like far. You know, it's it's coming. I'm I'm very much looking forward to whatever's next. So right, right. Well, tell us about it, Yelta. What'd you do this past week? Um, I did. I took some time and decided for some reason I was going to. I've been like trying to log in. I haven't in the last week, but I've been trying to log in every day. At least take somebody through the Beast Tribe dailies, trying to get everything from 70 to 80. And uh, I had some extra time one day, so I, I just felt it. So I just like went from 76 to 80 on Scholar, just spamming dungeons. And uh, I, I think I think I uh, didn't do horrible. One guy was like awesome healing yo, and I'm like, and, I, and it took me a minute to think if he was even being sarcastic. But I'm like, the dude didn't die. I guess maybe I'm being too hard on myself. But he 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 literally, I even have a screenshot of it. But it's just like, but you know, he didn't die or nothing. So I don't I don't know why you'd be sarcastic about it. I don't know. Oh yeah, it was awesome healing, bro. And I came back with, I have no idea what I'm doing. And he's like, you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, good job. Did they die? No, no, no. But uh, I, you know, it's it's pretty much like throw a shield on them, make sure I have is it aether flow, whatever that button is, so that I can use the other heals and then uh, try to do some damage. So I had I and not almost none of my parties did huge pulls though, and and the ones that did, uh, the tanks must have known how to use their buttons. So it's it's always interesting where you like will run the same dungeon twice in a row and you know you didn't do anything except for get stronger because like like a gear piece would drop or whatever but like one tank was fine and the next tank was just almost dead constantly where was the paladin not using clemency because i heard (laughs) that's like the oh my god i think uh paladins who use clemency are probably like me who are chicken shits where you start worrying that they're not keeping up with the healing. But, but like with uh, Scholar, once I unlocked the one that if they get down to a certain percentage, it heals them up a ton. But I was such a chicken after playing White Mage. I'm not. I'm like sitting there just like trying to do some DPS watching to see if that ability fires off and does it have enough. Because it's got a long time too. It stays on them for a long time. But sometimes I chicken out and like heal them before it even triggered. And then it felt like an idiot because it's like, let me let the kit happen so I could see where like a tank thought maybe they're getting kind of low. But, you know, a scholar has buttons to get them back up again. So I don't know. I didn't have too much trouble with it. I thought I would have more trouble. Uh, I didn't play summoner at all other than like I did their story quests. The last the quest once you hit 80. I don't remember there even being any. I don't even remember if there's anything to fight on that one. Mm, I, can't I don't remember the. To 80 quest to be honest yeah then i went to look to see if uh the gear from what's his doodle when you hit 80 if that was any good but i already had casting gear and i already had healing gear so mm. yeah i may have to try running something as scholar especially if the other healer we have is a uh, white mage when we do something because it is nice to have the shields and or i don't know 
White Mage is still my love. I don't think I'm going to... You know, my, what little bit I've done with Scholar, I, I did not feel that it lacked for anything in 8-man content. Like, you have so many ridiculous fairy moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with, with changing it to Seraph, and then, like, you could, like, double... Uh, shield them, you know, twice within that window that Seraph's up. Yeah, it, it's 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 ridiculous. I think the only issue, and this is where it gets into that weird gray gray area, where they were that official forum post was about talking about clemency, was wh- when a scholar has to emergency like when you have to cure up a a living dead or something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you you've got you've got to like pump up your excogitation and your lustrates and all the other shit. You eat your fairies, you can do another lustrate. Your, yes, just yeah. yes, just some craziness to get there where where the others don't have to scramble so hard maybe for that. But um that's that's really the only situation I can think of. Well, and I figured out how to eat my fairy. I don't even think I ever did anything with Seraph, but like I said, I hit 80, did the quest, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So I haven't actually even used my level 80 abilities, right? So, I don't know. I know it'd be interesting to see what summoners like, because back long, long ago, I did play some summoner, but mostly because it was the best job to take instead of, I was black maging at the time. That was coil days, Jesus. I really haven't played summoner for the most part since coil days. Mm-hmm. That's a long time ago. But uh, it was fun getting stuff to 80. And I thought I'd maybe go in and, like, farm up accessories or other savage things. Because I'm pretty comfortable in the the first floor. Uh, I've only cleared the second one once. And I I don't think it would be a problem now. But I keep thinking I should go back and, like, do more savage. But I just haven't had the desire, I guess, but part of it's also, it's like, why? We're going to be getting new gear or whatever the next patch. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to get to. And it is exciting, though, because I'm seeing, like, people in our free company are, like, clearing and farming, you know, four. They're, oh, yes. Yeah, getting, I saw people got their mounts and getting lots of drops and stuff. So it's exciting seeing that. But I keep chickening out of raiding. I don't know. I don't know if I... I don't tolerate it as well as I used to, or mm-hmm. or maybe I just need to suck it up. But, because I even don't like the X Primal sometimes until I learn it, and then it's like, ah, it's no big deal. So maybe I just need to do more practice. I don't know. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. It's one of those things, like, do you really want to force something if you know you're you're not in the right state of mind or something? I'm not saying you. It, mm-hmm. For myself. In general, yeah. You know, we were talking about this earlier, and I, and I was mentioning how... I didn't feel like there was a sense of anxiety from doing it or a sense of dread or fear of failure so much as like it's a pressure I don't necessarily need because mm-hmm. when the when the feeling is good with your set, the feeling is good and it keeps you going. But when you have like a couple of weeks of stall and you think, you know, your expectations have exceeded your your party's performance, then you start getting kind of antsy, kind of upset, and then you put a pressure on yourself and others and things. I tend to do that. Maybe others can distance their their emotions from 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 the play. But if I wanted some added pressure in my life, that that's a good place to do it. It doesn't mean it's a negative stress. It could be a positive stress for many. But if it's a if it's an added stress on top of other stressors that you have, then you start going. 
do I have do enough I time? Yeah. yeah, do I need that? Do I have enough time to put to to combat that or to to work through that or will even give me a sense of accomplishment if I feel mm-hmm. exhausted from doing too many things at the same time, you know? So if you're not feeling that way, great. You know, if it's just something that's like I've never tried something before or I'm afraid to try something. Not you, Yelta, I mean no, in general. No. If somebody somebody be afraid of doing something or they they haven't uh, they haven't tried it before and, and are, are looking into it, I'd say jump on it, do it. it it's a good time, and there, I, I I it sounds to me like there's plenty of help to go around out there. I think a lot of streamers too, uh, th- those that have cleared, go back and help people do it. And this is that catch up time that people are are yeah. are, are, are are helping others. So go yeah. do it. Well, I don't always like to lock down a night or two nights of my life every week. I'm getting where that doesn't isn't fun for me anymore, for one thing. So even one night a week where I have to be there because it kind of feels like, uh. So I guess maybe the pug rating life, or like the pug EX life has been working good for me. If I feel like working on it, I work on it. If I don't feel like working on it, I don't. And I always get my confidence shaken when the people clear the night I couldn't make it. That always wrecks me and it's wrecked me many times in our rating you and i've rated together it has wrecked me a few times in our rating history where yeah the night i played with you guys we all got down to six percent but then they went to clear it the next week and then i'm like well do i even want to that's where i kind of start feeling pressured is if the people i'm running with already know the fight and do really well and then i'm like but then once in a while it's also fun because i get like the log back on Yelta, we cannot find a healer who couldn't even do, you know, the first floor. So I'll log back in and, and do it or whatever. And that feels good. So it's, I don't know, it's complicated feeling. And maybe it shouldn't be because it's like, if you don't want to raid, don't raid. And I'm like, but I kind of want to raid, mm. but I also kind of get stressed out by raiding or I feel unduly pressured sometimes. Or I feel like I'm, I sometimes, sometimes it's I feel like I'm, failing my group if I screw up, you know, I don't know, but I, I, I don't know. I look forward to, I'm like the, the next patch that's going to have like, I think they even said like extreme primal level content. So I will look forward to that. And if, and if Hades is the equivalent of Shinrayu and Thoradin, then it's usually like the hardest one anyway. Mm-hmm. Except for I had trouble with Suzaku because you had to do that dance, dance revolutions or not the dance, oh, dance right. part, but they, Simon, Simon section Simon says mm-hmm. I I had trouble not because I didn't understand it but I swear to God it's my latency so I I'd be dead in the right spot and I never I don't know it sucks and that's also the other thing that was making and then part of this is maybe just me being crabby I log in and try to do that blue mage what am I at 29 because you have to do or well, how many are there now 30 or 35 I'm on the second to the last one, and I need rays because a bunch of us want to go, and some of them might have already gone now. But we want to get those Blue Mage achievements because I want that mount. Mm-hmm. And I cannot. I have gotten further. I, I, like, survived taking down the hands and survived, like, the next part of the dance, and then I died. I don't know why, but I feel like I have to focus so hard on that. And screwing up at all, you just die. And I just get frustrated. I log in, try a few times, and then log out. And I'm just like, ugh. But I want to do the rest of the content. That, that I don't know. That level seems really hard, but I got stuck on other ones before. So I keep hoping if I go back in there, have a good day, maybe I can just get past it. But I don't know. 
But I've been really playing other games again. I've been a couple times a week playing Stardew Valley with my mom and my sister, and I'm probably further than I've ever been in that game before, or about, about as far. It's really fun to see. It's it's fun to play with them and chat with them and just kind of chill. It's a very chill game. You can, you can like, min-max every day, but you can also just be like, I'm just going to fish today. Or, you know, <laughs> and we all, and we all like doing different things in that game too. So it's like I like take care of all the animals, and my sister Kariri, she's got like the the big farm plots. So she's got like tons of crops, and she takes care of the uh, greenhouse. And we have all this. We have so much money, all the ancient wine, and I like take care of all the cows and the chickens and the fish and stuff. So Aww. I'm having a really good time with that. And my mom is so cute because she never really played it before. She had tried playing it. And just kind of didn't click with her. And uh, she just kind of does her own thing now. She just kind of like logs in and she's like, she finally built her stable. So she has a horse now. and She's kind of a chicken to go in the dungeons and stuff. So, so we just like, we finally just set up chests where if I've got gifts for mom, I put them in this chest. And she like has the best sword in the game because Kariri bought it for her. And, you know. But it's it's been it's been a good time. Nice to wind down and uh play just play something kinda chill. It's hard though, man, not to be like one more day. I'll just play one more day. My schedule got changed on me, so seven AM comes a lot sooner than nine thirty AM. Yeah. I didn't used to have to do anything at work till nine thirty in the morning. Now it's seven and it's just like I don't even know how to go to bed in time to be ready at seven. Kill me. I've also been playing a shit ton of uh, modded Minecraft. <coughs> modded Minecraft. I'm playing the Regrowth. It's it's a very old one, an old mod pack, but it's very fun and different, and I'm enjoying it. Of course, I'm running a server because I can't apparently run anything without running my own server. No one's playing with me, but <laughs> it's fun. There's a lot of stuff I don't know how to do though. I spend a lot of time like. Googling why, how, how does this work? Because I don't know all the mods individually, but I'm enjoying a lot working through my quest book and, you know, submitting my quests and moving on to the next step. And it's really interesting because basically it's a, the story is in Minecraft, you wake up and the world is just desolate and you have to regrow it. And it's kind mm. of, it's kind of cool. I'm having a good time though. I'm probably playing other stuff too. I couldn't tell you what it was right now, but just not a, Kind of in a holding pattern for 14. I, we do have a Hades EX learning party. Maybe clear party. I can't remember. Learning party. I think Saturday night. So I'll probably attend or at least be on call for that. If Because uh, I, I know that fight pretty well now. And I'm pretty comfortable. At least healing. I haven't tried anything else in there yet. But the free company does continue to do stuff. I know they just did a big push. Bell was like, he wants to build the next uh, submarine parts. And he's like, wow, they're expensive. Apparently they already have like most of the stuff to do it, I think. I was like, oh, I'll log in and submit that stuff. By the time I got home from work, people are like, done. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's fast. Yeah. But we have people who are still regularly playing a lot. That's And that's great. No one has ever like, where are you, Yelta? Where are you, Ruby? But that's what I did this week. Uh, listener, if you want, you can shoot the shit with us go to the website www.gtffxiv.com let us know what you've been doing uh the first round is news we have new year's greetings 
which I will be honest, I really didn't even read yet this year. <laughs> Yoshi P wishes us a happy new year, and it was an important year with the third expansion. And he thanks all of us, the Warriors of Light. And so he's uh, expressing his gratitude. He traveled overseas and meeting players, and the second orchestral concert was in Japan. Sounds like he's been everywhere. Uh, the dev teams were taking some time off of New Year, but the 5.x series is proceeding apace. Patch 5.8 was released at the end of the year, and most of 5.2 is now ready. From the start of the year, we'll be carrying out adjustments and testing for bugs before releasing Patch 5.2 Echoes of a Fallen Star. We still haven't seen the art for that one, have we? Mm-mm. I don't no. think so. Okay. Uh, that's planned for mid-February. I think we're, Are we getting another live letter before then? I think we are. Uh, I do believe so. Yeah. To bring a close to the critically acclaimed Shadowbringers, Patches 5.2 and 5.3 form two halves of a single chapter. There's a lot of surprises in store for the first half, so please look forward to it. Speaking of surprises, I found a bizarre note on my desk, although its true meaning remains something of a mystery. For what are warriors of light, but earnest souls of good intent, resolve to do that which is right, regardless of the consequence? Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think that means? I I never even pretend to guess at any of these. <laughs> For what are warriors of light but earnest souls of good intent? Okay, that's pretty standard. Resolve to do that which is right regardless of the consequence. I mean, it seems pretty cut and dry. You know, warriors of light are people who are trying to do their best regardless of what ends up happening. And it's, you know, that's that's pretty cut and dry. Um I don't know if you want to talk about this now, but there are some... <laughs> there are there were other there were other translations, right? Is that there what are. You're yeah. yeah, I our our good friend and Lord God uh, Anonymous always breaks this stuff down year by year, and uh, his post was up again on the first, uh, and he's got the translations for English, which we just read to you, Japanese, German, and French. I'm gonna read them. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Uh, The Japanese says, Throughout history, there have been numerous heroes. Warriors of light, they have been called. However, if this is so, it is because they have dedicated themselves to others that they are called heroes, that they ought to be called warriors of light. Though, a little bit of a different meaning. It's because their dedication to helping others that they shall be known as the warriors of light. So it's by their deeds. It's not just by name, right? Mm-hmm. German. Now, I think this is where it gets interesting. Uh, the world has known many heroes, known as the warriors of light. He, too, who was dedicated to these lofty goals, is known by this name. Now, you could say the general sense of – I'm going to this third line here. Mm-hmm. The general sense of he, too, who is dedicated to these goals is known by this name. So that any man – who is dedicated to these goals shall be known as a warrior of light. But he could also be a specific person. And this is where some of the stuff, when I read this thread, um, goes into some Oh, if we're, some if we're talking a specific lore. person or if we're talking just in general. Exactly, exactly. But to do it, give it to do, I'll, I'll read the French as well, although I, I, I'm more interested in the German. But uh, French says... These heroes called Warriors of Light have succeeded one another over the years. 
He he. Well, here's another he. He offered his body and souls for others, and so he too deserves this name. Now that may actually be a little more interesting than the German. Forgive me, French, but uh, and so <laughs> he too deserves this name. That's a singular. That is not. You could say that's the plural, but I think you're getting into a real gray area. This looks more singular than plural. Um, and then in the comment uh, from Anonymous seems to be about our familiar friend from the Stinger. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it gets wild. Yeah, we we I I don't know. Is it is it Ardbert? Is it Elidibus? Uh Is it somebody else? Uh, or is it just the general sense? It's just us, you know. Yeah, we'll see. But I mean, I I I had not read this uh, this full forum post either. I think I had skimmed and completely missed the uh, the first half of two chapters. That five point two and five point three are are two halves of a single chapter, um, and that'll be that that close out. We typically do close out by the point three. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, you know, that, that doesn't surprise me, but, um, they're ready to kind of escalate this and, and I mean, does that close the chapter on Asians? Are we kind of, are we done with Asians after 5.3? We'll see. Yeah. It's, and I know some people are like, wow, it seems so soon and so fast, but my God, we've been following yeah. around. It's been Asians how long now? I mean, it's a meme. Sukalos with his hands up, you know, and instead of aliens, it's Asians. And, and <laughs> it's, just, it's been this way for a long time. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what this really means or if it even means what we think it means or even after we find out what it is that it even makes sense. Because sometimes they don't even make sense to me even after the fact. Sometimes I'm like people are like, oh, that's what it meant. And I'm like, I don't – I'm too obtuse, I guess. I don't always get it. Well, I always come up with some speculation that is completely off base. <laughs> it doesn't fit in. I'm too I dumb to even speculate, though. It's just like, ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, let us not skip the end of this post because I think there's some some interesting stuff. Uh, and I don't mean the, the forum post. I'm sorry. Back to the original New Year's greeting. And if you don't mind, I'll read this last yeah. paragraph here. Uh, Yoshida says, we're now – Entering the 10th year since the release of 14, it's been 10 years since he's been involved with the project. Uh, as we step into a new decade, you can be sure there will be an amazing fan festival to mark the occasion. And we'll be working our socks off to bring you more epic adventures. Here's to a great 2020. Happy New Year. So let me reread. As we step into a new decade, you can be sure there'll be an amazing fan festival to mark the occasion. So is he saying there's a fan festival this year to mark the occasion of a new decade? Is it's just she's straight up just saying yeah for show. There's a fan fest. It's well, happening. they talked fan festival at the 14 hour broadcast too. Yeah, so, you know. So have, I mean, this it's is the second time in a couple weeks that they've mentioned it. it. It's it's in black and white. So you know, I I don't remember when two years ago we start getting that notification that. You know, hey, Eventbrite's going to have – or whoever, whatever outfit they go with mm-hmm. uh, is going to have this, that, and the other, and it's going to be in June or May or whenever it is. So, uh, you know, get your Xanax ready. Oh, my God. Get your anti-anxiety meds ready. Uh, it's, <sighs> such a, it's such a deal in my household right now. Not, not, not that we're arguing or anything like that. It's, it's, it's that I have a baby that's going to be over two by the time mm-hmm. this fan festival happens, and we're paying for three flights to carry a two-year-old around Las Vegas to 
stand in a place. You know, we went last time with the baby, and I wanted everybody that I knew. It was a, it was a good last hurrah. I feel like, in a sense, uh, because people understand or know my and Cinna's relationship, how we met through this game, and now we are married with a child, and the people want to meet Alexander, and it was great. I loved it. I don't know that my wife and son, and this is her words, want to go to a fan fest and as a family spend the money for all three of us to go. So it might be a solo deal for me uh, yeah. when I go when I go to fan fest, which takes a little anxiety off the ticket. But I mean, it's it's just clicking one or two. I, I, I guess it takes off the anxiety of misclicking at that first screen and you can't go back, <laughs> yeah. which has plagued us in other years. Uh, but I'm not looking forward to the anxiety of buying tickets. This is that is the fucking worst part. And year over year, they brag about how many new players are here. You, there ain't no less people trying to buy a ticket mm-hmm. every fan fest. You know, it it's it's pretty rough. So anyway, that's a deal. But let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm I'm already mildly anxious about it. If anybody who listeners know that, you know, in past years I have not gotten a ticket the first round the tickets came out. And yeah, that shit's scary. And you you bought my tickets for me was it last year or last mm-hmm. time? Yeah. I can't remember. I know you bought my tickets for me a couple one years of the back years. something, yeah. Yeah, cuz I, I I could not get through on multiple rounds. I think it was the tears. second fan fest. Yeah, there were I tears. Think, yeah. yeah. I was, I was like at work, literally shaking. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I have to take those days off. I have to be yeah. off that day. I'm, I may have to consider that because Jesus Christ, what's well, a big deal? And maybe, maybe we're making it out to be too much of a big deal. But maybe so. I don't, I don't do that much stuff in my life, right? Mm-hmm. So going to Vegas and getting to not only experience the fan fest itself, but to get to hang out with other fans of the game you know and then the last time to go to an even after party party i mean that was a big deal too it was you know it's it's a big deal for me i guess all right we have so have some news that fan final fantasy 14 sponsors games done quick 2020 i didn't even know what this was i saw the tweet somebody's like sometimes i forget GDQ is sponsored by Final Fantasy XIV, and every time it catches me off guard when I hear the commercial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're, you're the one who looked up what this is. Oh, yeah. Well, Games Done Quick's been around for a while. I, I, I can't remember if this is the one that has controversy year after year with – I think there's some – I think there were some. Uh, it's a speed running deal. It's a speed for, running, it's, it's a speed running yeah, deal for. It's a fundraising for charity programs, and you speed run to do it. And there has been some uh, nasty speed runners in the past. There's mm-hmm. one that you know, if it honks like a goose, you know what I'm talking about. Um, that, that say some nasty comments and things of that nature. And so there's been some controversy in years past. I think with with people who have appeared on this. That being said, I'm not saying that the organization itself is wrong, uh, but. Uh, Games Done Quick. Let me read it from their website. Games Done Quick is a charity fundraising organization that raises money for charity via speedrunning. Volunteers play games at incredible speed, speedrunning, for entertainment. The event is streamed live, online, nonstop, and all donations go directly to the charity. Games Done Quick events feature runners playing games from every generation of gaming history. They play their games live, in person, and explain in detail the many tricks and glitches they use to get the fastest times. Mm. 
So, you know, speedrunning's a deal. It's big. There's there's uh I watch a lot of speedrun videos, in fact. I watch a lot of YouTubers that talk about speedrunning, um, talk about how things are done. I think there's this guy named Apollo or something. I watch his stuff. And then um then you get in kind of the funny stuff. There's the uh, there's the the meme about the guy that uh uh while somebody is playing like uh, Banjo Kazooie or something like this, the kid won't shut up the entire time until the guy playing the game is like Will you please just shut your fucking mouth or something to him? And this is like on live TV or whatever. This is a live stream. The guy just has to sit there in silence. That guy's got a history. But anyway, uh, yeah, game's done quick. It's got its funny moments. It's got its controversial moments. But 14 is on the banner. So I click on the website and, you know, you got Anna Annapurna Interactive. You got Red Bull. And then, bam, Final Fantasy 14. Click the link and it takes you right there to the to the site and uh i'm not sure let's see oh okay this year uh games done quick 2020 benefits the prevent count cancer foundation again the prevent cancer foundation uh it's one of the nation's leading voluntary health organizations and the only u.s nonprofit focused solely on cancer prevention and early detection so that's a deal uh and then there's ways you can donate directly or uh, you know I guess maybe minutes that they play. I'm sure it's kind of like one of those things. You remember like in high school, you know, you had to walk so many times around the track or you jump mm-hmm. rope for heart or something like that. You know, they speed run for heart, speed and run for cancer. So anyway, uh, good cause. Check it out if you are interested. Looks pretty cool. I'm clicking around the site, a lot of donations and stuff. It's cool. I looked at the schedule. There's like some fun games on here. <laughs> it might be fun to watch someone play. Mm-hmm. Let me watch Battletoads. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's a good one. Very cool. It's nice that Final Fantasy XIV is popular enough that, you know, they would sponsor it and be on the main bar. I mean, yeah, it, I, I know it is a small indie company. Please understand. It, but. It, yes, but with a great community. Um, I do want to say it's kind of odd. Like, fourteen is – I get the charity part. Good on them. Uh, but it's a speedrunning competition. They still haven't put in – those timers for dungeons. No. You know, at one time they talked about putting like a timer at the end of the dungeon. You could kind of speed run a dungeon or whatever. You know, now they just make it where there's blocks between each pull, so you can't <laughs> speed run through something. Yeah. All right. Um, there was a tweet uh, updates on Final Fantasy live action TV series in the works. Uh, <laughs> this person tweets Ray, Rayhira underscore FFXIV. Friendly reminder that Final Fantasy XIV is getting a live-action series by the same production team as The Witcher, so who knows? It might actually be all right. I still need to see the visuals before I can even believe it's still happening. And she added, Jake Thornton is also screenwriting it, so I've been stalking under Scratch Dot following his account for a while for any possible tidbits slash updates. Jake Thornton comes back with, Hi, updates. The script is finished and we all love it. We're having some concept art done for it and Sony... He's on the hunt for directors. I hope to, you know, have more for you soon. I don't, I, I haven't seen The Witcher, but I've heard good things now. Uh, so watched three episodes. Kind of oh, great. Yeah. yeah, it's great. You can binge watch it all on Netflix right now if you want to. Uh, it's a it's a great series. Kind of dark, but uh, it's pretty good. It's no Mandalorian. No, I see a lot of people fighting <laughs> each other. Like Witcher's better. Mandalorian's better. Who fucking cares? Oh Watch God. them both. Can't you just enjoy things? Not everything has to be fucking ranked. Stop yeah, hate. Stop liking what I don't like. But my dick is the longest. Anyway, uh, 
yeah, this has been going on for some time. They've talked about uh, this article that I posted in here is from June 27th. Uh, of last year. Can you believe that? Last year, wow. 2019. Uh, but this is when they talked about, hey, it, it's coming. Uh, just in short here, Hivemind, which produces The Expanse for Amazon and is currently working on the the Witcher series, will co-produce the upcoming adaptation of the popular role-playing games. It says games, plural. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Calm your chocobos. The iconic long-running role-playing Final Fantasy uh, is coming to television uh, Sony Pictures Television, Square Enix, and production company Hivemind uh, will produce the live-action TV series, which will center on an original story set in the world of Eorzea, first introduced in the online game Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, there's much more here that's in it. Yes, there'll be airships and magic and chocobos, a version of Sid, uh, colorful mm-hmm. characters, uh, while the TV series will be the first live-action adaptation, a number of animated feels but Oh, yeah, they bring up Spirits Within. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope this is not Spirits Within. The only thing cool about Spirits Within was that watch, and I wanted one of those watches <laughs> so bad. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, I hope this is good. Uh, the Witcher is good. Let's hope this is good. Let's not get our expectations too wildly out for this um yeah. I, and i don't know i i seriously doubt it's going to be ardbert and company or derplander and company it's probably going to be generic warrior generic it's handsome warrior be its own standalone story right I, and I, I don't know it would almost have to be separate from our msq kind of even right sure unless they just some kind of hodgepodge maybe Maybe this is where they streamline 2.0 for us, right? <laughs> like every episode's a different primal. Like, damn, you got through uh, Ramu and and Leviathan quick. Uh, so maybe it'll be something like that. And Witcher's, I think, ten episodes. It could be eight. Could be. Uh, but I I don't foresee this being longer than ten episodes. It may be eight. So if you had eight hour long episodes, uh, fuck. Uh, Game of Thrones season eight couldn't do ten. Uh, hour-long episodes uh so i don't know i don't know how many they'll do i don't know how good this will be if it's just fucking six uh six (laughs) episodes like 30 minutes i don't know how much you how you could even pull that off that's that's way too short so i don't know Mm -hmm. hope it's good well and i and and and, you know live action i'm like how are you Live action all over different races. That could be interesting. <laughs> Have you tra- seen cats? That could be traumatic. People are already like, what is a live action Lalafell going to look like? Oh, but honey, they got the technology. Cats came out. You got <laughs> oh Mikote right there. It's, it's, it's just the stuff of nightmares and it sounds oh, like it was terrible. This might be good. What if it, have you seen, have you seen the little clip of, uh, the, the women dressed as cockroaches and then the, uh, what's her name? Rebel Wilson, uh, you know, she's a cat and she hits the table and she, a cockroach falls in her mouth. Then the table flips over. She jumps on top of the table, unzips her body. Which another body is underneath wearing clothes. What? It's a fucking fever dream. It's like a Robotessin nightmare. It's a Robo Trippin nightmare. Um, and, uh, for show. Uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's nuts. And I hope our Lollafell, uh, look like the cockroaches from, no, I don't know. It, It could be crazy. It could be, it could be nuts. Speaking they can't play it safe. They can't. Here's here's what I'm. Oh, they my have last to comment. go in. It's go big or go home. Exactly. You got to go Sonic movie original 
CGI level of horror if you want to do this. Made some fucked up Marlboros. Like just Thanks, some now weird... there's rum all over my keyboard. You're welcome. Oh my God. Just all kinds of shit. Just make it oh just terrible. Sid's teeth <laughs> from eleven kind of shit. Oh, I wanna we'll... I want go. go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna ask him, you know, is it gonna be pre or post calamity does Sid have a beard? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Um oh my god. I do want to bring up very briefly, I read some news today that that uh Fort uh Final Fantasy's mobile game, this thing that they've been kicking around something with this mobile game, is actually going to be something for Final Fantasy 15 oh and not Final god, Fantasy no. 11. <laughs> and Just people are not happy. I'm going to I'm going to go Buy stock and torches and pitchforks. Jesus Christ. How, 15, oh. how much are you going to shove oh. down Final Fantasy 15 down our throats? Oh I, I am so tired of Final Fantasy 15. Well, and I, and how do you think I feel? I didn't even like it. I mean, some people <sighs> liked it. I don't even like it. They've already canceled multiple 15 projects, haven't they? Oh, yeah. Expanded yeah, I mean, DLC or some shit. And, and you know, of course, oh those are the one. It, it's just like. It's just like all this controversy with the, the the new Star Wars movie. It's like people didn't get what they wanted because they canceled, uh, you know, Luna Freya's thing and and somebody else's, mm-hmm. and they kept Arden's, and and they're like, well, now we can't see our favorite character do their thing and you know burn it to the ground. Uh, oh, terrible. God, no, I have not seen this. So this is like new news that this because I thought they were doing a Final Fantasy Eleven. Is that the mobile thing they were they were supposed to be doing? Or is this something else? Yeah. Well, I mean, years ago, they had talked about doing, um, I think, a, an 11 mobile game. Grandmasters, I think it was. And then that kind of went belly up. But then there was a, I, there was kicking around an, another 11 game. And everybody thought, oh, they're going to patch this. They're going to move this over to mobile. And everybody's going to be able to play uh, a version of 11 mobile. Um, and then well, we saw screenshots of that and everything. Yeah, right? yeah, some beautiful yeah. screenshots. I think of Fort Juno and stuff. And, and, yeah, uh, oh, I think, I, and I'm getting this news pretty from work to game. I'm reading um, mm. Brian's Twitter. So if you want to check out more work to game as a video, said new Final Fantasy MMORPG incoming MMO news. Um, and I think he talks about uh, the 15 stuff in here so we shall see wow i just i don't even have words all right you want to take some shots well briefly only because and i say briefly because it's a short topic (laughs) it's about lalafell um it's a it's a short topic for me because i think it's beating a dead horse uh and i look at threads like this as basically a dog whistle uh, for uh, potential Oh, no, this is predators. the one where people want to play younger characters. Yeah. Is that this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, no. The, the, the short answer is no and the long answer is no. Mm-hmm. Like, a, you know, oh Vader God. busting out of the machinery. No. Uh, it's, it's, it's terrible. And that's why I say it's kind of a dog whistle for, you know, let's see who wanders in in here and what they have to say, you know. Of course, you got the comments of like the ethics and whatever. You got the you got the 
the gifts of you well, know, e- your even boy, if you take sexuali- sexuality completely off the table, right? Let's just pretend you know you're still the fucking warrior of light. You're not going to do that as a, I don't know, a twelve year, eight year old. I'm sorry. Right, right. Oh. Uh, you know, you've got some people in here that want you know elven body types and things of that nature. So they want to play Zalfano and Alize or whatever. But Yoshida's flat out said, you know, we're not we're not doing this. Uh, there is potential for abuse, uh, and the, we already had saw the backlash whenever um, the Reen uh, model thing mm-hmm. happened. You mm-hmm. know that that was totally uncalled well, for. Even not the model. People like were just drawing her. I thought it just looked cute. Other people said it was perverted. Right. So I saw a nude. Even... I saw a nude mod. Yelled. No, no. They're... I've seen the nude mod. Oh, okay. I'm just okay. Saying not even to that level. People are already. You know they get cranky at a cute drawing and say it's perverted i mean i couldn't oh, imagine sure. what people would come up with and it would be in game and it would be like legit screenshots it would be yeah. like oh my god i also love that the obligatory uh meme post is in this thread that this will be the sixth time we have created this thread and we have become exceedingly efficient at it from the matrix that's because uh, this this one's been hammered into the ground multiple times now <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think this spilled over onto Twitter because, uh, again, there's there's those bots that tweet you know parts of headlines, um, and then you know when an official forum post gets kind of out there, mm-hmm. it, it ends up ha- finding its way on Twitter and other other mediums, Reddit and such. And I think some even grosser comments were out there, you know, justifying uh, the drawing of new children and, and and things of that nature, and and so. You know, we're not going to get too deep in the in the weeds here, but this this is one of those like y- there's a clear cut line, and why they draw it is because people want to push beyond that boundary to see us how far they can get. Um, and and to me, it's a, it's a it's a dog whistle. When you read mm. some of the posts in here, you're like, oh no, oh no, I'm making that face. You know, my nose is all crinkled up. I'm like no. Ugh. Well, and and I don't know why we have to keep having this discussion either because they've already said, no, we're not going to do it. We don't even have the other sexes of two races and they can't wear hats. I mean, you think they're going to start making – even if they – if it was – let's pretend everyone was pure and just wanted to play these cute characters. It's, they've already said we're not getting – this would be like the same thing as more races. There would be more character models are not going to do it. <sighs> This thread goes into how Uriangez would be an autistic character uh, when you get to, like, page 21. What? So I'm kind of done. I'm done oh with this thread. God. Moving on from from this, uh, you can see how topics of this nature seem to derail. 22 posts tw- – I mean 22 pages of posts yeah, so far. And when wow. did this start? This was uh, on the 2nd, uh, and today is the 8th. So there you go. And that's not to mention the other revolving number of uh, uh, official forum threads. We were talking before the show started about uh, I, I should, you know, set a set a schedule by how these just rotate. It's just the same bullshit over mm-hmm. and over about. Uh, I don't know. I don't see one about eggy glamours up here, but you know how chemist needs to be the next healer and how we need to fix X tank because I don't like this. <laughs> and why don't we oh, have in-game no, parsers? Well, t- t- and, what was the one about uh, they should always make the off tank automatically second on the hate list? I I wonder. Oh, that now that wasn't that was a special one I read today. This one was really good. So it was uh, the off tank 
they gave the example of uh, I guess it was a healer that uh, was in an eight man, some sort of content. The main tank died, and the off tank was not second on the hate list, and so therefore some other character who was second on the hate list died. Therefore, Yoshida-san, please make it that the off tank is automatically second on the hate list no matter what. Like, fuck a toggle, fuck provoke, fuck flash or whatever else so that should, you got in your kit. They shouldn't push their buttons. Well, then, if a tank's almost going to die, uh, my character should just automatically freely benediction them without me pushing a button. Oh, obviously. Obviously. Yes. And it you remove position requirements. Your healing positional requirements. Yeah. Just kidding. But you're, 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 that one's kicking around. That, oh, that yeah. one's picked up speed again. Remove, uh, remove positionals. Uh, that is one, though, I can see him doing it. I really, going back right all the way back to an hour ago when I was talking about the dumbing down. I'll make this short. When the, when you see stuff, threads like this, you know, the millennials are killing healing. I know that's a troll. When I see a thread that says, do you think they'll remove positionals? I go, mm, <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, and, and is the game better or worse for it? Well, I, you can make an argument that the game would be better for it because people don't do the positionals anyway or whatever. But well, then where's that? Hit, where's the it? skill ceiling? Where, where's the skill ceiling and different than the skill floor? This makes me absolutely, completely fucking angry. Mm-hmm. Most of the positionals, some of the ones that were like a bit extreme, they have you know, softened some of them. And then, you know, a lot of the bosses don't even have a back or flank. So it, so everything always counts, you know, and then some of it's just good team play. If the tank tanks it in the right place, when I'm playing a tank, I try to make sure that my melee can, I, I, and I can't keep track of which melee have what positionals. So I always try to make sure that the melee can get to the rear and the flank without standing in bad. Right, mm-hmm. I think that's just using my brain while I'm playing the game, and, sure. and then if they want to do the positionals, they'll have better damage, and you know it's it's a group effort to make sure that you know they can always hit their positionals. But to, just to take them away, it's like why? That's like the only gimmick with the melee, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, other than whatever flashiness, you know, my pole flashes yeah. versus my fist flash versus you know my sword flashes or whatever positionals but and but i was reading comments like samurais didn't even know they had positionals and somebody's like well you know they don't tell you till level 52 anyway so you know like maybe you don't know you have positionals until some some it other can point get and confusing suddenly, when they change stuff i have suddenly you have positions stuff and it's it, it's it's like all things this game doesn't start until 50 at least you know then you start getting some abilities that start going to something but with every new expansion it really doesn't start until whatever level for that expansion because mm-hmm. they've retconned all the abilities and stuff. There's no like, okay, I got this new 50 ability that's awesome. Yeah, one time it was, but now they've mishmashed everything. So there's not like – it doesn't feel the same when you hit the 50, 60, 70, t- maybe 70 because 70 to 80 probably has that you know the, that tier. Uh, but that's that last ramp up. So it always just feels like every new expansion – and it'll happen again when they raise it to 90. 80 to 90 will feel like, whoa, my job just turned into something. But 1 to 70 will – or 1 to 80 in that scenario will be, just be like, OK. And they'll probably go back and you know they'll they'll mix it all up. It doesn't feel the same. That's why those, those little class quests feel weird when you do them. Like why can't I beat this? Why does it seem so hard? Why is this super easy? Um, it's because they changed all those, those abilities and stuff. So – yeah, uh, 
I don't even remember the original point I was trying to make there, Yelta, <laughs> but you know, I'm sure it was there somewhere. Oh, I don't know, man. It was the positionals. They remove them. It's yeah. just, I think there still needs to be, all jobs should be reasonably easy, I would think, to play at a basic level. You should, pretty much anyone should be able to have the competence to get through a normal dungeon maybe an expert roulette that kind of thing but there should be ways to play good and to play better you know i mean we know we can drag completely brain dead people through dungeons but you know there should be a way to push by buttons okay so i can get through the dungeon or good so i'm we're, we're doing well and then like just like really really good play or you know, perfectly hitting rotations and positionals and, and uh, you know, using the right AOEs and, and, you know, just the right pushing buttons good. But mm-hmm. there's got to be a difference between hit, pushing buttons good and just rolling your drooling chin across the keyboard. Yeah, I, I feel like that was the argument with the PvP. Like they gutted PvP and, you know, slimmed it down at one point to where it was like five mm-hmm. different abilities and maybe some cross-class stuff. And then everybody's like, come on, give us some stuff. And they've slowly added some stuff back, but it's never like it was originally where it was no. like, you just like, you had it all. You had everything. And like, it was just some crazy shit, you know? Uh, that, that, that part is missed. And, uh, maybe for better or worse, maybe PvP is better overall for it, but, um, sometimes the streamlining just when you streamline something, are you dumbing it down or are you making it better? Changing the one two three to a one one one, is that going to streamline? It's fun in PvP to hit one one one, but uh, but but is that what we need? Does it make much of a difference? I I, 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 I don't prefer know. that the situations would make a difference on which one I should hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's in to me, my dream would be that. Don't make it so, you know, one, two, three is always the combo. Maybe it should be one, two, three. Maybe it should be one, three, six, depending sure. on stuff. You know, you know props or whatever it takes. Yeah, you know, or, or, or sometimes, the, you know, you do the one first because it applies a bleed, and then you do the second one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, this, there should be something that allows for skillful play. Right. Because that, this game is pretty easy. I mean, to be honest, the game just leveling up and even getting through like EX primals is pretty easy. I don't know. You can get pretty far in this game and not have a clue what you're doing. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. All right. I could go on, but I'm I'm now tired and, and weary of that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's I think you are we ready to wrap it up? I think yeah, I don't want to dig through the official no. forums any longer. I could stuff. just keep going and going, and it would just not serve anyone. All right, then. I guess it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. If you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter also at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.